Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. We just need to get him going, and it didn't go good, very, very good. So we just wanted to get him out there to throw the ball over the plate, see if we could get him out. You know, he struggled the first inning, maybe even the second inning, got a little bit better. Looked like he settled down. To me, he's he's a little jittery. He's a little wound up, and he's got to calm down. And we're trying to get him there. Thank goodness our offense kicked it into gear and gave us an opportunity to leave him out there for a while. If we wouldn't have scored, he wouldn't have stayed out there. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, Trent Daniel broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It has been a great wide open Wednesday as we're kind of the, the breaking of news show today. I mean, not only have we got a ton of giveaways to the great event that's going on tonight at the hall for... Uh, uh, for a tornado relief here in the state of Arkansas, which we have given away all of our tickets. So uh, I know people are still trying to get in on it, but we uh, did give them all away. But to Little Rock with Love happening tonight at the Hall. Uh, we're going to have your Razor Hog update presented by True Service here in just a little bit, too. And don't forget, folks, we are going to be giving away a pair of tickets to Arkansas-Tennessee Friday night's game, which is going to be a beautiful one there, too. And we'll uh, give you some details there as well. Going to have Michael Bratton, Sarah, that SEC podcast, join us here in a little bit, too. It's just Man, I feel like we've just got just <laughs> almost like a overflow of uh, stuff between uh, Khalif uh, Battle coming to Arkansas and then Anthony Black officially making his announcement, and uh, you know that's that's okay. That's the way it goes sometimes, and that's why I was telling Trent Joe you know, also during the break. like love this time slot for many reasons, but also I feel like we get the breaking news on this show a lot more than maybe some of the other shows do. Throughout it happens. The day. It happens quite a bit, but uh, yeah, that's the beauty of it. And uh, then you're able to kind of take that information and run with it. It's been almost like doing a couple shows wrapped into one. Yeah, exactly. It's like you got so much content in, and then Trent's just hanging out, man, yeah. and just just chilling and having a good old time. So, Trent, for uh, for baseball players, of course, you can go straight from high school and go into the major league draft. Is there like a barometer where you say, you know, if I'm drafted by this round, it makes more sense to go? go pro and go the minor league route as opposed to going to college? Man, I think it kind of depends on where you're maybe going. You know, you know, these days, what are they offering you to go to school now? You know, like they're getting the NIL money and all that. I think sometimes it also depends on the team that drafts you and are there earlier. Sometimes these teams will draft guys they know they're not going to sign purposely to save slot money. So you may get more in your round than some other guys ahead of you right there and then the same round. So – from from my, my experience, kind of two times going through that, um, you just kind of look look at the team, look at you know what what slot value am I at, um, what opportunities am I going to get in college? You know, am I going to get to play right away? Are they am I possibly going to red shirt? You know, things of that nature. So, I think a lot of it depends on the the organization that picks you and where you're headed possibly to college. And it's probably changed because of less rounds now. It has changed a lot, even since I've been gone. I mean, it's been yeah. 10 years now, but, hmm. uh, yeah, a lot has changed for sure. Yeah. Well, I've always wondered about, like, what, what, do you like the rule, though, of, like, if you're at a high school, you can go, but if you go to college, you got to be three years. Do you like that type of rule? Um, you know, it is kind of odd because then you can go to JUCO and go straight right. to Pro 2. Um, 
I don't guess I really have an issue with it because I'm just so used to it by now. Yeah. It um, doesn't seem like it's held anyone back or right. anything. So. I mean, and you know, baseball's so different. If you're going at a high score as like NFL, you know, like it's that's so violent and all that. I get why there's no way those 19 year olds can do that. But I think if you're ready and you have the ability, I mean, mo- most likely you're going to be in the minor leagues and stuff like that anyway. So you get a chance to get used to that type of life. Also, uh, we had someone from the Asher Record Wife fan feedback. Uh, Ashton just says, what are the Hogs' chances of locking down a top eight national seed by the end of the season? Well, they're right there in the thick of it. You know, uh, that's the beauty about playing, you know, this con- the conference and the schedule is that, you know, you always have a path to that, and especially with how they started, you know, kind of half a game up right now in, in the division. So, um, I mean, I think they're right there. I don't see how you could say they're not. You know, they keep – just win two out of three on the weekend. You know, don't get swept on the road. Um, I think the path is there. They've The schedule's been tough, and it's not going anywhere. We know who's ahead of us, so I think they just stick with what they're doing. I like the, I like the way they play as a team this year and grinding. You know, we kind of, things we've talked about already, kind of different as opposed to relying on the long ball so much the past several seasons. And I, I just don't see them as doing that as much this year, the way they play. Because I feel like it's a huge motivating factor to win no matter what, but as a team to be able to host, like postseason in your ballpark. Yeah, and I never was able to play. We never hosted the years I played. <laughs> really? We, I I thought we got kind of gypped out of it our senior year. South Carolina got like the final host spot, and we swept them at their field and were ahead of them in conference like standings, right. and they gave the nod to South Carolina. That was kind of coming off back-to-back championships, and – Seemed like some bias in there. I never got to play at home. Oh, see, that's We always battled on the road. Yeah. Well, I will say that Arkansas has had a lot of success when they've gone on the road. Yeah. And, and I know the year that they, you know, 2018, yeah. but uh, they did host those mm-hmm. years. But, uh, you know, last year didn't, didn't host. And uh, right there to the College World Series, I believe, was it in 2012? I don't think. Yep, yeah. 12 when 12? I was in school. Yeah. In yeah. Nine. Yeah. Yep, in they nine. went on the road. I mean, I, I never got to play at home. I, I enjoyed playing on the road, too. I like those environments. They're fun and and the postseason is just so different, man. Every pitch matters so much, it seems like. so. Unless it's Waco in the middle of June and uh, yeah, yeah. it's 120 yeah. degrees. Yeah, yeah. unless it's that. So, But, yeah, it's going to be a great weekend uh, for uh, all Razorback sports because not only Razorback baseball is going to be going on against Tennessee, which is big, uh, as well as Razorback softball is going to have a big series, but also spring game, Razorback football, and uh, being able to have the spring game, which just doesn't seem like it has the same luster that it once did. But – there's been a lot of teams, not only Arkansas, but other SEC teams that have had their spring game already and will be this Saturday. So let's talk a little bit about the football side of things. Michael Bratton of that SEC podcast joins us now on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. And, you know, Mike, uh, first off, we appreciate you joining us. But uh, second off, uh, Arkansas-Tennessee baseball. I'm an Arkansas guy. You're a Tennessee guy. So do we need to put some wagers down on this baseball series this weekend? <laughs> well, it's funny, John, because I, I just talked to, uh, I don't know if you know Chris Lee over at Vandy Sports, but... He covers baseball as well for uh, the entire SEC, and he kind of blew my mind when he told me that SEC baseball is even more competitive than SEC football. So, hey, whatever you want to put on it, I'm riding with the Vols. I don't care where that game's at. Tony V, hey, it's been disappointing season so far, but uh, I I think no problem. Razorbacks, come on. Didn't Tennessee smoke Arkansas last year? Yeah, I don't know if ever there's ever smoking. Yeah, I don't even know if they, <laughs> they played. Play? Yeah, yeah. They play last year. <laughs> come on, Mike, if you're going to be coming in with that, but no, that's a hey, listen. We know, we know you're a football guy, man, and we get it, we understand it. We know that with spring games going on, I, I don't know how you feel about it, and maybe you've, uh, I'm sure you've talked about it on your podcast too, but it, I felt like there was a time spring games were actually intriguing and interesting, and people actually bought into it, and now it just doesn't seem that's the case. And you see some coaches coming out and saying, you know what, wait, we should do some scrimmages with some in-state schools and try to at least change it up a little bit. But what are just your overall thoughts on spring games, and should, should they have some major changes happen to them? Well, I mean, I love them. I love any kind of football. I mean, they could scrimmage, uh, you know, Little Rock High or whatever. I'd watch it because I just love it so much. But I think the expanded coverage, and I, I realize most of these games are not on traditional television broadcasts, but... You know, if you got the ESPN, SEC Network Plus, very easy and accessible to watch all these games. I think some of these coaches are terrified that uh, to reveal too much, to show too much, particularly with the transfer portal opening back up on Saturday. Uh, I, I mean, I, I certainly don't think that, you know, if you have a big spring game, you'll hop in the portal. But unfortunately, I mean, that's exactly what happened. If, I'm sure you remember Mike Woods. I mean, he looks 
tremendous in the spring game. About a week later, he was he was no longer part of the program. So I guess that's part of it. And, and to answer your question, yeah, anything to mix it up, I would be in favor for. And I, I don't even think it has to be like a, a true game. Like if Arkansas and Arkansas State played and they only left the starters in for the first half and you let all the backups, all the young players play the, the entire second half, I think that takes away, you know, trying to be to where Sam Pittman somehow lost that game, not that he ever would, but if that were to happen, you'd just say, well, heck, we had our third quarterback in there. Who cares who won it? I think that would make for a much more engaging uh, event, in my opinion. Now, Hugh Freeze at Auburn has been someone that has been outspoken about playing scrimmages, but uh, from a standpoint of teams and schools that benefit most from spring games, from a fan excitement standpoint, Auburn is probably one of those that benefits most right now because of a coaching change. That seems to be when you get a large push from the fans with your spring game because of wanting to see you know, what the new coach and coaching staff is bringing to the table. Well, I'll tell you, Joe, it's never great when immediately after a spring game in the press conference, what does Hugh Free say? He says, hey, we're in the portal business. I mean, what the... <laughs> What a uh, you know vote of confidence for the current roster he has, and I don't know if you saw this. I threw this out there. I didn't even put any you know there was no judgment to this or anything. But if you just look at Auburn's passing stats, I don't know how many of you watched that game. It wasn't rain. They ran the ball 51 times, but their quarterbacks were like five of 12 for 30 yards. I mean, it was just god awful. And maybe that's understandable that as soon as you have something like that, you have a Hugh Freeze saying. Well, we're in the portal business it, because they are, they're open for business. They have reps that are open at many key positions. And I, I think, if nothing else, the spring game told us that, uh, yeah, Hugh Freeze, big name, a lot of respect. He's beaten Nick Saban twice, yada, yada, yada. We get all that. He's also lost to Vanderbilt twice. It's amazing how that does not get included <laughs> in that conversation. But Auburn, Auburn's got a long, long, long way to go. I don't care how excited they are. Speaking with Michael Bratton of that SEC podcast here on the Jones and Sundiamond and Brattle Fine Jewelry Hotline. All right, Michael, let's talk a little bit about Arkansas and know that uh, you cover all the teams in the SEC, but just going into the spring game, what, what is the headline? What is the thing you're most interested in? Is there some sort of particular specific thing that maybe you're looking forward to seeing this weekend in Fayetteville? Yeah, it's got to be the defense, John, because i got all the confidence in the world in KJ and Rocket Sanders and, and Dan Enos. Clearly, he's got the track record that we know he can put together. Um, I don't know if it'll be an elite offense, but with the pieces, you know that, that potential is there. So, very little concern on the offensive side, aside from maybe receivers, which once again they're getting buzzed that a, a retooled receiving core is coming on strong. So, very little concern there. It's all about the defense for me, because this team is is only going to be as good as his defense coming together. And I I like the the hires they've made, but I just don't know if they're an upgrade. And Sam Pittman has come out here and been very vocal that he loves the hires, but what else is he going to say? He's not going to sit here and trash the new guys he hired. And I don't know if you saw it, but I threw it out there. Just his comments from yesterday, I thought they were, you know, they weren't too bold or anything. He wasn't bashing the current, or excuse me, the former coaches that he had, but he just said, you know, I think to a man we're better. And told uh, Michael Scherer, the former linebackers coach, he didn't take too kindly to that. He responded, but quickly deleted it. So a little bit of drama there that I, that I think Razorback fans will be glad that's all behind us. we really got to see this defense take a step forward. And, again, they don't have to be elite because the offense should be so good. They just have to take – they just can't be pathetic. They were pathetic at times last year, and that's what held us back from potentially contending for an SEC West title. Hey, hey, real quick, Mike, I, I did not see the tweet. So do you remember what uh, what Michael Schur said or what was uh, said on his tweet? Yeah, I got it right here. He quickly deleted it. But, uh, I about uh, to say, I usually that's how it goes. But, yeah, I can't believe I didn't see this, man. Usually I'm on top of all the drama. Yeah, he sent it to me. So he, here's exactly what he said. You help people out and respect people, and they turn around and show you the real them. That was Michael Schur in response to Sam Pittman saying that, uh, you know, the the changes we made have been positive for us. Yeah, it's it's always going to be about speaking up your guys that are currently there and uh, not to slight anybody, but it's always, you know, speaking up with the pe- people you're working with at that point. 
But uh, that is a big part of it. You know, it's not a new head coach in this stance, but you have two new coordinators with Dan Enos and, and Travis Williams. And, of course, Dan Enos has been there before, but that's a major change in a team with two new coordinators coming in. Yeah, and, you know, maybe something that uh, we're all taking for granted, Joe. We do respect Dan Enos. He's done it before. He's obviously done it before in the SEC at Arkansas and at Alabama. Um, I, I have very little reservations that K.J. Jefferson will thrive in the system, but that is something that we, we will have to monitor, and we're not going to get that answer in the spring game, but we'll get it in the fall because K.J., his entire college career is played under the same system. How does he thrive in a new system that maybe is a little less dependent on uh, you know, K.J. running it, although certainly you got to imagine that's, that's still going to be a big factor in, in the game plan, but that'll be something that we'll come to find out in the fall that, uh, again, I mean, the season is, is probably only going to go as far as KJ and company can take you. Uh, so th- that is a situation to monitor, but, but again, we're, we won't get that answer to the fall. So, Mike, uh, with the, the new coaches, which they've already hired, but it seems like, it's, especially on the defensive side of the ball, you mentioned they can't get much worse than what they were last year, at least in the passing game. Uh, the recruiting has really done a good job so far for the 2024 class. Uh, the transfers that they've gotten certainly seem like some bona fide dudes. Do you believe that Arkansas has upgraded in the coaches that they lost from last year to this year? Or is, are you still in wait-and-see mode? You're not going to believe anything until it actually happens on the field. Yeah, honestly, I'm still in wait-and-see mode, but I've said it before, I'll say it again. I mean, Lane Kiffin gets the title as the transfer portal king, I guess because he brings in 20, 25, 30 transfers a year. But the real portal king in the SEC is Sam Pittman because he's bringing in these guys and taking them from you know solid players to standouts in the SEC, turning them into NFL draft picks. He's going to do it again. The upcoming draft with Drew Sanders and Hazelwood and some of these others. So uh, it, it sounds like they're they're hitting jackpot with a lot of these transfers they're bringing in once again. So that does give me some hope. But again, it, it's just so hard to. Uh, we can't really say whether they've upgraded or not until we've seen it on the field. But I, I, I told you this before, and, and I continue to say it. I think Travis Williams is going to be one of the best recruiters in the SEC, and that's been Arkansas's biggest issue, particularly on that defensive side of the ball, just not having the talent, not having the depth. And I think from a recruiting standpoint, it's a major upgrade. Sorry about that. <laughs> Every season you go into um... – you know, with unknowns for, for all teams because you have holes to fill. As far as positions for Arkansas, where do you see the biggest unknowns? Well, probably the secondary still. I mean, I, and I know they've added some pieces. I, I mentioned the receivers, too. Uh, hearing good things about Catania uh, and uh, the kid they brought in from, from Hillsdale. His name is, escapes me, but... This will be the second year in a row. I mean, they're basically working in an entire new receiving court. It worked well last season, so I'm not doubting that they can, can kind of retool that position group and, and turn it into a strength, but they did have two of the top ten receivers in the SEC in terms of receiving yards. Both those guys off to the NFL. That's, that's a major um, question mark in my mind, and I, I would even go so far as to say tight end potentially is, is a position of need, even though they've got some young talent there. It's uh, it's unproven, and that, that's the theme of Arkansas right now. There's, there's a lot of unproven with this team. That uh, you know, that gives me some hesitation because they're in the SEC West, obviously. I mean, one, one hole in your roster can be exploited because the schedule is just so daunting. Well, Mike, I know that uh, with uh, you know, we got a long way until the season actually gets going and everything, but... You mentioned Arkansas, and it's a wait-and-see thing. Do you see it as like a, a really high ceiling and a li- really low floor? Is it like that uncertain? Or do you feel like there's a, a certain amount that this team can actually accomplish and that'll be their ceiling this year? Well, I mean, I think that uh, the main positive is the schedule. And that's crazy to say because Arkansas always has this incredibly daunting schedule, and it's not an easy schedule by any stretch, but it's, it's paramount that they start hot. Every game the first month of the season is winnable. Every game I think in the last month is winnable. But right there in the middle is just 
a gauntlet that maybe the toughest four or five game stretch anybody in the country faces. Uh, so the good, like you said, with, with so much uncertainty, schedule sets up well for this team to have success. But hey, we're all positive in the offseason, right? All it takes is an upset here, an upset there, losing to Liberty. I mean, we got we can never have something like that happen again. But that's the way it plays out sometimes in the SEC, in these pressure-packed jobs, so much pressure. And once things start to slide just a little bit, it, it, you can go downhill in a hurry. I don't think that could happen, but we've already started to see some of the signs with the culture I, th- I thought was a little bit of an issue. Major retooling of a coaching staff, which I thought was one of the best in the SEC. But last season clearly didn't get the job done like they had been in years past. But there are signs that this could be trending in the wrong direction. But also, if they've knocked it out of the park again with these transfers, if they've made the right hires with these coordinators, and that they turned around the culture, which Sam Pittman has indicated, that Arkansas could be just as good as they were two years ago, in my opinion. Well, Mike, as always, we appreciate you joining us. I know you're going to be glued to the TV, breaking down every single play from every spring game in the SEC, especially this weekend, man. But uh, it is fun to talk spring football, and there's going to be a lot more coming up, I'm sure, throughout the rest of the offseason. But enjoy the weekend, man. We appreciate you coming on. Absolutely. Go balls this weekend. How about that? <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll find out this week, man. We appreciate it, man. Again, Michael Bratton of That SEC Podcast joining us on the Jones & Son Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. We'll take a commercial break. When we come back, we'll have your Razor Hog update. Get to hear from Sam Pittman, some of the things he had to say yesterday, as well as Dave Van Horn. And keep it moving here on Out of Bounds on a Wide Open Wednesday. So stay with us. don't already have the Bet Saracen Sports Wager app? Download it today from the app stores or go to BetSaracen.com. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. This is Sports Center. Arkansas baseball took care of business, beating Little Rock 21 to 5 last night. 11 different Razorbacks scored a run in the game. With that win, Arkansas improves to 26 and 6 on the season. They'll play again today at four. Coverage of that game can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. In Major League Baseball yesterday, the Tampa Bay Rays improved to 11 and 0 with a 7-2 win over the Red Sox. They hit four home runs, which brought their season total to 29. That matches their Major League record through 11 games set by the 2000 St. Louis Cardinals. They're also just the fourth team since 1901 to win their first 11 games of the season. Elsewhere, the Angels beat the Nationals 2-0. Shohei Otani set an Angels record with his 10th straight starter, allowing less than two runs. The previous holder was Nolan Ryan, who had a nine-game stretch in the 72 and 73 seasons. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. At College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving, they move the things you love and haul away the stuff you don't. They offer packing, moving, loading and unloading, as well as junk removal. Find out why they have more five-star reviews than any other moving company. CollegeHunksHaulingJunk.com Shh. <laughs> Hear that? That's what fun sounds like. Want to know what fun looks like? Then check out Cupid's Lingerie with eight Arkansas locations, including three in Little Rock. Cupid's is a boutique specializing in all things pleasure and play. From lingerie to, well, everything you can imagine and more. Visit shopcupids.com today and treat someone special to something special from Cupid's. Enjoy. This is for the men who never settle. The ones who believe only quitters and a game and a tie. The type of guys who choose the bar with the biggest TVs to overcompensate for theirs at home. This is the Lodge mentality. This is Twin Peaks. How important is price when buying tires? Maybe for you, it's what drives you to choose your tire store. How important is service? And what about choosing a tire store that is locally and family-owned? What if I told you that your local, family-owned Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot can offer you the most competitive pricing with the caring service that you expect from your neighbor? Right now, we have huge savings on our most popular sets of tires to keep you and your family safe on the road. Tires, service, and straight talk. Big O Tires. Fellas. 
Need an annual health exam for work? Or do you just want to start your year prioritizing your health? I recommend Low T Center to get your complete health assessment. They check all your levels, not just your testosterone. It's typically completely covered by most health insurance. And if you don't have insurance, it's less than 100 bucks for full labs and an office visit with the provider. Low T Center specializes in men's health, making it quick and easy. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. No one likes to see blue lights in their rearview mirror, but pulling over promptly and safely is the only smart option. Did you know that if you don't pull over for law enforcement, you could be charged with a Class B felony? That means up to 20 years in prison, $15,000 in fines, and the loss of your driver's license and vehicle. More importantly, fleeing from police puts innocent people at risk of being seriously injured or even killed. So, the next time you see blue lights in your rear view, be smart. Pull over. Hurry up, dude. The game's about to start. Nothing beats spending the day watching the game with your buddies. Dude, I'm literally right here. Let's do this. Which is why a shelter insurance renter's policy is key to your winning game plan. It protects things your landlord's policy doesn't. Uh, dude, where's your TV? What? No way, dude. Like that flat screen TV that just got stolen. See agent Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Bo Beavis in Cabot, or Daniel Vickers in Sherwood. At College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving, they move the things you love and haul away the stuff you don't. They offer packing, moving, loading and unloading, as well as junk removal. Find out why they have more five-star reviews than any other moving company. CollegeHunksHaulingJunk.com Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. One more for the Big 12 Player of the Year. He banked it in. He didn't mean to. He banked it in. Arkansas throws it in to Kamani. Back to Black. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Hogs are going to the Sweet 16. Hogs are going to the Sweet 16. Vegas, baby. The Razorbacks for the third straight year are headed to the Sweet 16 on 103.7 The Buzz. It is out of bounds here on a wide open Wednesday and we've been having a great discussion with me and Joe and Trent Daniel hanging out in the Hogsmeade Market Studios all talking about the, the craziness with basketball and football and, and baseball too. And Arkansas is going to be having first pitch in about less than 30 minutes here. At the, you'll be able to listen to it on 106.7 Buzz 2 for those of you who are interested. But we'll have your Razor Hog update in just a second, too. Uh, but first, let's uh, go to Matt, who's in Bryant. What's up, Matt? Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, man? Trent, been a long time since I've seen you, brother. How you doing? Doing good, Matt. Thanks for calling in, man. Always, brother. I was at the Travelers game earlier with my daughter for a field trip. I caught you, caught you at the start of the show. Uh, quick question. What do you think you you guys and the teams you were on in Fayetteville, how would y'all react to social media and the criticism that these kids face these days? How would y'all con- control that and handle that well, a decade I, ago when social media was in its infancy? Yeah, I actually remember back, I mean, Twitter kind of became a thing when I was up there, and I remember DVH didn't even want us to be on it. I mean, he, he asked for our handles and all that, but he wanted us to get rid of it, and I know that this day and age that's kind of hard to ask of a team because but it is toxic and i think everyone knows that you see so much negative stuff at times but uh man i, I think it's kind of on the guys to for me like if i was in mid in, during the season i'd try to stay off of that stuff because i don't know how much positive you're even going to see you know i mean you're going to get some good stuff mentioned to you maybe but um there's a lot of negativity out there, and I think we saw with the basketball team this year, maybe it affected some of those guys a little bit, some confidence. And, um, man, I think I think it's kind of on those guys to either stay away from it or not let it affect them, kind of expect expect what you get on social media a little bit. Um, but, I, yeah, you're right. I didn't have to deal with it a whole lot, and I'm, I'm glad I didn't. Hey, Trent, real quick, you going to talk about your cornerback days at Bryant? Uh, I don't think anybody wants to hear anything about it. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All yeah. right, have a good one, guys. All right, Matt. Appreciate it, Matt. Thanks for calling in. So, was it corner or quarter? 
corner defense. Corner, okay, yeah. okay. So, all right. No, Matt was a good one, man. He would bring us Red Bulls pregame, buy us our postgame meal, he, and he all did it for nothing, man. We always appreciated what Matt did. Oh, He's one awesome. of those great guys in the community in Sling County. Awesome. Well, I also think that's the uh, least surprising thing ever that I heard you say that Dave Van Horn said, no, I don't want any of y'all on yep. social media. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's, like, it's almost like he knew. He knew yeah. what it was about. Now, now he's yeah. on social he media. He knew ahead of time. At least his Twitter well, is. Well, he but, is, but is he really? Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. It's going to help recruiting. Yeah. So he's all about you that part of it. Yeah. A little bit. I, I was like, I don't even, I think it must be him because he almost never tweets. So yeah. it might actually only be his Twitter account and, and everything. That's so. what I've been curious. Is it even him or is there, you know, the PR guy or whatever you want to call it, you know, SID? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Coach, let's try to put a little bit out there. A little, little effort into it. A little effort into it. Uh, but, hey, we, folks, we know with uh, Razorback Baseball, it's going to be coming up uh, here in less than 30 minutes. And, you can, again, you can listen to it on 106.7 Buzz, too. But, hey, listen, if you're going to watch the game, listen to the game, and not only the baseball side of things, but also the NBA, NHL, whatever it is, Bet Saracen is the app for you. They are the premier app when it comes to sports betting here in the state of Arkansas. And the best thing about it is every time that you use it, it makes it easy and convenient to bet on the games that you want to bet on, get the parlays you want to bet on, and the withdrawing as well as transferring money is seamless. So if you have not had a chance to get in on it, get on it right now. Because today, as Arkansas will be taking on UALR, Arkansas is favored by five and a half runs in this game. Maybe you think it's going to be a little bit closer of a matchup and you're feeling the UALR, get in on it. Maybe you want to go uh, UALR winning the game. You can get the uh, money line at plus 600, uh, as well as the over-under set at 14.5 runs, and that's just for that game, too. But they have great deals on the NBA specials, uh, Major League Baseball with their games going on there, too. And, if you again, you haven't downloaded, you're missing out. So check it out, the BetSaracen app on Apple, as well as Android. You can go to BetSaracen.com, too, and get, uh, get your bets on that way. And then it doesn't really matter because, listen, at the end of the day, you want to watch sports, you want to win money on sports, and there's no better place to do it than Bet Saracen. And also a huge shout-out to Carlton Safa from Bet Saracen and the Saracen Casino Resort, as uh, not only uh, do we love have him being a part of uh, Out of Bounds each and every day here, but his daughter is going to be throwing the first pitch of the game on Friday against Tennessee. So oh, that's going to be an exciting time. Oh, man. I just a proud parent. I can't imagine. I can't imagine uh, just the, uh, you know, of course, not saying Carlton would be this way, but I'd just be sitting there like, all right, so just, you know, just throw it as hard as you can. Don't, you know, don't want don't to end up a meme on anything like that with the first ceremonial pitch. But, no, he, he's excited about it. He's really excited about it. And we, again, appreciate him. And, in fact, uh, he's been kind enough to uh, have us give away a pair of tickets to the Razorback baseball game there on Friday against Tennessee. Prime seats. So, if, I'll tell you what, we'll make this easy because we've had so many giveaways today. If you want to be... Someone who's in attendance for that Razorback Tennessee baseball game Friday night at 7 o'clock. Be the first caller right now. 501-661-1037. 501-661-1037. We'll get you set up with those tickets. And again, prime seats against a huge opponent in Tennessee in what should be a beautiful night in Fayetteville. So again, be the first caller right now. 501-661-1037. What was that? Oh yeah, yeah. Listen, <laughs> if there's one thing that I've learned in radio is that when you think no one's listening, just give something away because then the phone lines will always light up and show you just how many people are listening. Uh, so that's a perfect transition because now we got to jump into your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship. The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season. On by Nangay! This is your Razor Hog update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. All right, so for your Razor Hog update, we know Sam Pittman's getting fired up for the spring game this weekend, but one of the things that gets asked to a lot of coaches is, are, how much are you going to show? Are you going to hide anything during the scrimmages on Saturday? Well, here's what Sam Pittman had to say about that. We're going to scrimmage, and we're going we're going to play our ball. We're going to play. I mean, everybody knows what Dan did. You know what I mean? And yeah. everybody knows what T. Will did over at UCF. So we're really not interested in hiding anything. We're just trying to get better. So we'll 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 roll the ball out there, and we'll have a good scrimmage. Also, Sam Pittman was asked about if there's any particular players that are really showing out and climbing up the depth charts. Yeah, Andrew Armstrong. Done some really good things. Tesla, 
and I don't want to say too many because you're, you're, I think you're asking specifics about what pops off my head at the beginning. So those two guys really have. I love the fact that he called him Tesla because uh, when I interviewed Andrew Tesla, he said that is that's how you say his name is Tesla. But hey, Pittman's like, ah, Tesla, it's fine. It's easier to it's say easy. it that way. Yeah, it's easy. Everyone knows who he's talking about. In fact, uh, here's what he had to say about uh, Tesla and the way that he's been making some big-time plays in spring and looks like he could be end up being one of, if not the best wide receiver for Arkansas this season. He's catching a lot of wow balls, you know. Those are, that, that, that separates receivers right there is who can catch contested passes and who can catch the one that's unbelievably hard to catch. He seemed to have been able to do that. I've been uh, pleased with Armstrong, like I talked about, and Satagna and Bryce and those guys as well. But maybe. You know, the one that I'm missing out there is Tyrone Broden. You know, I would I wish that we could get a better feel for him. Uh, I think he is coming along. He may be able to play Saturday, but he's been impressive. Uh, we know that Arkansas baseball also took care of business last night, 21-5 over UALR, and uh, Cody Adcock was the guy who got the start for Arkansas. It's kind of a weird game, but uh, he had this to say about the outing that Adcock provided. We just need to get him going, and, you know, he didn't, it didn't go good very, very good. So we just wanted to get him out there to throw the ball over the plate, see if he could get him out. And, you know, he struggled the first inning, maybe even the second inning, got a little bit better. Um, looked like he settled down. To me, he's... He's a little jittery. He's a little, you know, wound up, and he's got to he's got to calm down. And we're trying to get him there, but you know, thank goodness our offense kicked it into gear and gave us an opportunity to leave him out there for a while. Because if if, if we wouldn't have scored, he wouldn't have stayed out there. Arkansas did get the victory, but again today will be a different game against Little Rock, happening at four o'clock this afternoon. And also last night, uh, something we wanted to mention as a UCA. And softball defeated Arkansas by final score four to zero, as that was a season sweep for UCA. And uh, for those of you who may not be following softball, or at least know that Arkansas is a really good team, which they are, UCA is one of the best teams in the country when it comes to their respective league and division. Like they are really good. So you know, it's not like oh, Arkansas just played and lost to a, a scrub team. Like no, th- they are a very talented, very gifted team there in UCA. And uh, that was something that uh, I know it was really cool for them to do it in front of their record home crowd there in Conway. Uh, so uh, they're trying to build their program too, and you know, again, we talk about in-state schools playing in-state, uh, playing the Razorbacks. That's the type of reasons why it means so much to them because <laughs> they don't get those opportunities often. But when they do and they win, it means a lot more. And to they them. came away with a sweep. That's the best part for UCA. They won in Fayetteville and then they won at home. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, that's that's going to be uh, something that I'm sure you'll see more often. I mean, listen, I think Little Rock actually beat Arkansas last year, maybe the year before. The when they first played. in-state game. That's yeah. right. The yeah. very Arkansas, first that's the only one they've yeah. lost yeah. in-state so far. Yeah, because it's they've they played UAPB. They played UCA. They're supposed to play Arkansas State this mm-hmm. year, but the cancellation for weather yeah. happened. But, yeah, they've they've done a good job with them, and uh, we'll see if they'll uh, keep it at one way one loss tonight, or to this afternoon, I should say, against Little Rock. So there you have it. There's your Razor Hog update presented by a true service as uh, this has been a show that has flown by but it's been a lot of fun and, and talking about everything going on there too in fact uh, uh, also Trent uh, real quick we had someone if I can go back to it uh, on the uh, Asher Record live fan feedback really quick question before we uh, take a commercial break uh, as far as uh, this year how long of a or how, how how long of a leash did coach Van Horn give you if you were struggling in a game well, I was on the pitching staffs I was involved with were incredible. I mean, probably some of the best they've ever had up there. So it was one of those if you didn't perform well, you may not pitch again for a week or so. I mean, it was tough. It, it was a battle for innings, and I think it kind of depend how how much confidence did he have in you? How good were you pitching? Was it just a kind of a random bad outing, or are you really struggling several in a row? So. Man, I mean, we we had so many arms. We were just loaded that if you if it didn't, wasn't going well the next guy was coming in pretty quick but it kind of seems like this year depends on the guy a little bit kind of know what to expect and he may extend certain guys out a little bit further than ever i ever experienced yeah i mean he's usually uh knows what he's doing when yeah. he's out there too but uh we got one final segment coming up and it's three and out you won't want to miss it so stay tuned here on out of bounds
This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton. It's time to get outside and enjoy the great outdoors with a new boat, motorcycle, personal watercraft, or RV. Alcoa Community FCU has low-rate fun loans. Apply securely for your fun loan online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Now serving Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. Join the zone each weekday for the Entertainment Report, brought to you by Bell and Sword of Conway. Find out the very latest breaking news and entertainment each day on the zone. Justin West and Christian will dish out what the stars and celebrities have going on, and you can catch it every day. Bell and Sword has everything for the best dressed man. From boots to suits, check them out on Facebook or Instagram. Bell and Sword at 1020 West Oak Street in Conway. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. Edwards Food Giant presents Razorback Baseball color analyst and Drop Time Sports co-host Rick Schaefer every Tuesday morning on Morning Mayhem. Rick will share his special take on Razorback sports with the guys each week. Edwards Food Giant, the meat people, the only stop you'll ever have to make for your family's groceries. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. I never thought I'd care about gardening until I bought a house in the suburbs. But now I find myself in conversations about liquid fertilizer, and I wonder, am I the fertilizer guy now? (laughs) No, no way. Everyone knows the ratio between phosphorus and nitrogen, right? Yeah, I'm still totally cool. Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Is your vehicle no longer stopping like it used to? Don't miss spring brake deals at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Our professional parts people will help you find the brake parts and supplies you need. Now through April 25th, get 15% off when you buy a set of Brake Best Select or Import Direct brake pads and two rotors. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit OReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ram truck owners have heart for being fearless, determined, and bold. That's why it's time for you to be a Ram. Make the move to a 2023 Ram 1500 with optional features that take your ride to the next level, like an available multifunction tailgate and the available Ram box cargo management system for versatile exterior storage, plus a premium audio system that turns every trip into an amazing music experience. Ram trucks, built to serve. See more of what Ram has to offer at Ram.com the 19th annual Double B's Barbecue, sponsored by Michelob Ultra, Gravely Mower, Oak Lawn Racing Casino Resort, Tito's Handmade Vodka, and Fence Brokers. Benefiting Ronald McDonald House Charities of Arkansas. Teams can compete in pork, chicken, ribs, and people's choice categories, as well as brisket and sauce. Register your team at buzzbecue.com. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Kane is in the building. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are... Boom. Out of here. All right, it is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things we got to get into. But before we do, got to tell you about Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville. They've been in business since 1957 and to this day. 
remains the premier family-owned Chevrolet dealership right off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville under the big American flag. We all want to look good in our vehicles. We all want to have something new, something nice, something we can be proud of, something we don't want to be ashamed with, something that if we want to go with the boys over on a road trip, you want your vehicle to be talked about as being the one everyone wants to take because of how nice it is, well, get your vehicle over at Guatney Chevrolet. They have award-winning sales staff and service. And since they've been family-owned by Arkansans since 1957, you know you are going to get people that understand you, understand this state, and understand what you want. They have plenty of inventory, whether it's the Silverados, the Tahoes, any of the full-size vehicles that they have, they can get you taken care of. And their used and pre-owned vehicles are good enough for mom, which means that they're good enough for anybody. You wouldn't want to put your mom in a bad vehicle. You want to put her in something nice. And that's what they have at Guadney Chevrolet. So check them out right now. Summertime is just around the corner. It's the best time to buy. Guadney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive there in Jacksonville. Guadney Chevrolet and GuadneyChevrolet.com. All right, we got three and out and a few headlines, storylines, things that we want to dive into. Uh, a little sports stuff, though, and a little baseball also. What's going on in Tampa Bay with the Rays? I know it's so early, and it doesn't matter at the end, but like they've hit 29 home runs this year already. They've only given up 20 runs total so far this year. Again, there's so many games, but it's just so random when I see stuff like this where you just see one team dominate, and especially when you see them hitting 29 home runs and only giving up 20 runs all season long, too. Yeah. Speaking of the Rays, also the Rays and the A's, they've been subject to possibly moving and look at the success that the Rays are having, but it's because they're trying to get new stadiums built. And uh, so there's been a push for expansion in MLB also. Rob Manfred said that he'd like to see 32 teams. They uh, expand to 32 from 30. And so now Salt Lake City has put their bid into the mix to say they want to have baseball in Salt Lake City. And they reference the size of the city, the uh, fan support, and some of the things that would be uh, positives as far as bringing expansion and bringing baseball to Salt Lake City. I was trying to think, do they, they just have the Jazz as the only professional. They don't have a hockey team or anything in Salt Lake, do they? Or no, do they? Okay. no, they don't, but they say that they're ready for it. All right, well. And, uh, of course, with all the teams that Vegas, all the sports that are going through there, that's probably where they're going to be looking mm-hmm. next. Yeah. And, yeah. and they're trying to get the A's. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, just keep, keep all stealing those teams from yeah. Oakland, apparently, is what Vegas is going to do. There's a lot worse places you can play baseball in than Las Vegas, that's for sure. Uh, speaking keeping it with baseball, I saw the Phillies fans. They were embracing the city of brotherly love last night because it was dollar hot dog night. And uh, apparently they were uh, they were not too happy with things that were going on. And, you know, alcohol gets put into place. And somehow it just became a massive food fight where hot dogs were having, where all these fans are just tossing them at each other in the stands. It's a really funny video to watch. Uh, I don't really necessarily know what caused it or what was going on, but they seemed to be having a ball. And it was like, well, if you can't enjoy what's going on on the field, you can just chunk a bunch of hot dogs at each other and uh, go along with it there too. Well, it happened to be dollar night. And yeah, so yeah. They, they were, you know, giving hot dogs away. And they made their money because of the fact that they were giving so many away. They sold like fifty over fifty thousand worth of hot dogs, wow. and that's why they just started chunking them. I guess they were want to have fun. I just I guess so. I just wouldn't think I'm like, oh well, I know we got these free hot dog or dollar hot dog. Can't wait to toss it. Like it's just I mean, but hey, that's what happens when you get fans and beer and all that involved. Which by the way, shout out real quick to the MLB extending the beer sales till the eighth inning since the games are going so quickly instead of cutting them off at the seventh inning. Colts coach Shane Steichen, he was recently asked about Lamar Jackson. Now, he was asked about Lamar Jackson last month and GM Chris Ballard as far as their interests, and the Colts do have the number four pick overall in the NFL draft. And uh, Shane Steichen, he gave the company line. He said, we're focused on the draft right now. We can only focus on the guys that are in the building. That's where it is. But last month when asked about Lamar Jackson, he didn't specifically say anything about him. He just said that, they're going to do their due diligence on all the quarterbacks and gauge the interest from there. So basically we're on to Cincinnati type of thing, keeping it uh, very That's status it. quo. Very status quo. Uh, let's see. So this is a, an interesting little story because I think we probably have all used Uber in our lives. But uh, according to a, a newspaper... Uh, that's there in uh, in the country of Belgium, so it's not here in the United States. Apparently, there's a lawsuit that's taking place because with Uber, phones that were on low-power mode or were 6% battery life or less, they would charge more for those Ubers. 
And the reason being, well, Uber's denying it, but at least the people were saying the reason they were doing that is because sometimes their phones would die before the Uber driver got there, and then they would end up just having to sit back and not know where they're at. But they're saying that that's not the case. So it kind of is an interesting experience, experiment, at least, at this point, maybe uh, seeing if that's actually true where they end up charging more to try to deal with it. But anyway, they don't think the lawsuit will stick, but it is kind of interesting if you've ever noticed how much more your Ubers are if your battery's about to die on your phone. Jake Paul's next boxing match is set. It is August 5th against Nate Diaz. And Nate Diaz, formerly of UFC, Jake Paul is with PFL, and he addressed the fact that he's going to do some MMA fighting here soon, but for right now he's sticking to boxing, and he's going to fight Nate Diaz August 5th in Dallas. I'm ass- is that at and Stadium, I'm assuming? Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't think that they'd be so, putting so that So technically one. not Dallas, Arlington. But yeah. yeah. Man, Dallas sounds easier and better. Like, yeah, there'll be always people upset by that. Uh, so uh, this is, of course, just one of the classic stories, but uh, a woman in California has been fighting a citation for unreasonable use of her vehicle horn for years. She has been going through this and trying to fight it out, but the court just ruled against her because they said that the car horn is not protected under free speech. That was her uh, line of, uh, or at least her defense. This happened back in 2017, where she honked at least 14 times as she drove past a protest that was going on, and she says that it was her just censoring herself and refraining from using obscenities by using her vehicle horn for expressive purposes under the freedom of speech. They said, no, that's not the case. But I'm just sitting there, I'm like, I would love to know how much that citation was and if it was worth the six-year fight that you went through and if it ended up costing you more money than it was even worth. I don't know, but she lost the lawsuit, thank goodness. Clippers and Suns are going to take on each other in the NBA playoffs, and so that's going to pit Russell Westbrook against Kevin Durant, former teammates. Westbrook was asked about, you know, if there's any beef with Kevin Durant, and he said, no, there's no beef. Everything's normal. I got nothing but respect for him and the things he's done in his career. There's no beef at all. But he knows I'm going to compete. I know he's going to compete, and that's all it is. Apparently today is National uh, Grilled Cheese Day, which I think most people can get it on board with and agree with and love them. Uh, but apparently the most expensive sandwich in the world is actually a grilled cheese sandwich. And New York is, has brought it back just for today. It's a grilled cheese that costs $214. It's called Serendipity 3 is the restaurant. And when you read through it and say, well, why is it so expensive? Well, apparently they have Don Perignon champagne baked into it with truffle butter and edible gold flakes also mixed in with fancy cheese from Italy from cows that can only be milked two months out of the year. So, for whatever that's worth. Director says that James Corden is the most difficult and obnoxious presenter he's ever worked with. He said he had to read from a card, and what he read on there, the joke, he said, that's not funny, it's blank. And then he showed up 45 minutes late. They did five minutes of filming, and he criticized the crew for taking too long in that five minutes. Oh, I can agree with that because I'm not a James Corden fan whatsoever, so I, I can totally see that. But, uh, Trent, once again, man, we appreciate you coming in hanging out with us, man. It's, it's an interesting and crazy show. It so. was. A, it's fun as always. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thank so, you, guys. Absolutely. Great times. Yeah, for Trent Daniel, for Joe Franklin, I am John Neighbors. Same sports show, same sports channel tomorrow afternoon. Stay tuned, folks. we got Drive Time Sports coming up next. Back to the heyday of Motown Sound with the Four Tops, live on the Oakland stage Friday, August 25th at 7 p.m. Sing along with your favorite top 40 hits like I Can't Help Myself. myself. Reach out, I'll be there. Ain't no woman like the one I've got. Ain't no woman like the one I've got. The Four Tops, live at Oakland, Friday, August 25th. Tickets on sale now at oakland.com.